1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM Newsroom. These are the most important news stories from the Chicago area.
0: But first, our top story this half hour. City workers scrambling to find places to shelter some of the more than 12,000 migrants bussed to Chicago from Texas and elsewhere. And today, Mayor Brandon Johnson disputed a report that suggests that some of those migrants were moved out of the loop because of the upcoming Lollapalooza Music Festival, which starts tomorrow in Grant Park. Top story from WBBM political editor Craig Delamore.
1: Just two days before Lollapalooza begins, the city moved about 100 migrants housed at the 1st District Police Station, the closest to Grant Park. But when asked to explain, Mayor Johnson said it had nothing to do with the event. That's an inaccurate depiction of what happened. No one was moved as a result of Lollapalooza. We are moving people into transitioning people into shelters. As a city, do we want people living in police stations? Is that acceptable? It's not. In fact, the mayor says they were moved to the Broadway Armory, where there are also services. What I've always been saying is that police stations are not a place for people to live. And so we're going to continue to work hard to make sure that the dignity and humanity of individuals is, is respected, and he says migrants are being moved from other police stations too, with encouragement from them and their advocates at City Hall. Craig Delamore, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A
0: former player on Northwestern University's football team says the hazing he endured while on the Wildcats drove him to attempt suicide back in 2007. Ramon Diaz spoke to reporters today as his attorneys prepare to file the latest lawsuit tied to the growing scandal at the school's athletic program.
1: Northwestern University. City and the Board of Trustees create an environment that enables perpetrators disguised as coaches to groom, exploit, and violate the human dignity of many of their players of color.
0: Diaz was an offensive lineman from 2005 to 2008. He will be at least the 10th lawsuit filed since the hazing scandal erupted in Evanston, leading to the firing of longtime head coach Pat Fitzgerald. If you or someone you know is experiencing mental health issues, please call the Nationwide Crisis Hotline at nine. eighty eight. Chicago police say an off-duty Cook County Sheriff's officer scared off a would-be burglar earlier this morning by firing her weapon. Investigators say the 33-year-old officer was inside her home near 114th and King when she heard someone trying to get in through the window. She fired. The person ran away. Detectives say they're still looking into the incident. Federal agents say they've shut down two drug trafficking operations on the city's south side and that a dozen people have been arrested.
1: The U.S. Attorney's Office says 57-year-old Ronald Johnson of southwest suburban Darien is a large-scale supplier of a number of drugs, including cocaine and marijuana. He and four others from the city are accused together. They allegedly used an apartment in the Oakland neighborhood to stash drugs and cash. In December of last year, Johnson is alleged to have provided a woman with a duffel bag stuffed with more than $300,000 cash proceeds from drug sales. Between that operation and one that allegedly dealt in fentanyl-laced drugs in the South Shore neighborhood, officials say they confiscated more cash, large quantities of drugs, and luxury vehicles, including a Bentley. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 105.9 BBM.
0: Business owners and people living in Michigan City say the leaders there, their decision to remove benches from the city's arts districts cannot stand. The mayor pulled the benches in an attempt to discourage unhoused people from hanging around near stores. But people like Christine Kissel told the city council last night that removing the benches was needlessly cruel. I say, what a wonderful thing that the homeless people can sleep on a GD bench, not on the ground. That we have a mayor that is so spiteful and hateful to humanity. Some business owners say homeless people have taken to fighting outside stores and accosting customers. The mayor did not attend last night's meeting. Well, the return of Lollapalooza has some people looking back at how it all started more than 30 years ago. Lollapalooza's evolution might surprise some, but not morning show host Marty Leonards at our sister station 93XRT, who was there from the beginning.
1: XRT was really involved in the festival in a big way. We emceed the stages. We emceed every single artist. We had a feeling that it was something really special because nothing like that had existed before. The only festivals we knew about were like Woodstock.
0: But Marty adds the acts were much different different back then.
1: Mostly alternative artists, underground artists. We were part of the radio stations that built the brand here in Chicago.
0: And he says as the brand grew, so did interest from other types of artists and fans. It's become
1: much more of a pop festival, just judging by the artists who are playing. I mean, this year there's Billie Eilish, there's Carol G. It's really a reflection of what music is
0: today. My Martinez, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. And you can find a complete rundown of everything you need to know about Lala to get to or get around the festival by clicking the banner link across the top of the homepage page at WBBMnewsradio.com. A vigil set for tomorrow to honor 10 German shepherds that died last week while being transported from O'Hare to Michigan as the head of the Humane Society in northwest Indiana calls for an independent investigation investigation into how it happened. The
1: vigil for the dogs takes place at 7 p.m. at Riverview Park in Lake Station. It's being organized by Jenny Weber, executive director of the Humane Society of Hobart, who says this has shaken our community to the core. She has a partnership with Lake Station and was present after Michigan-based canine trainer and retired police officer Mike McHenry told police the air failed without his knowledge in the back of a truck transporting 19 dogs. He heard barking and stopped the truck at a gas station in Lake Station. Weber said he refused to allow the Humane Society to treat the dogs. She said he was belligerent and a police officer complied with his wishes. Weber believes there were multiple code violations by police. She said this warrants an independent investigation, legal, corrective, and disciplinary action if warranted. She's meeting with police to discuss the situation. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBM.
0: State leaders are stepping up their efforts to plug into the growing market for electric vehicles. Governor Pritzker led this morning's ceremonial groundbreaking for what's being billed as an electric vehicle innovation hub in Decatur. TCCI President Richard Demergen says the new EV hub will include a training academy to develop workers in partnership with local community colleges and universities. By the
1: time we open in the fall of 2024, we'll have expanded our partnerships to include Illinois State University, The University of Illinois at Springfield, Chicago State University, and Governor State University.
0: The center is being funded in part with more than $21 million in state grants.
1: All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.